0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back. So this is recording is not going to be uh, your average video from me. It's not going to be pointers or inquiry or any of that. What this is going to be is I just want to address something that Betsy and I get asked about a lot. And that is whether we're uh, in person or we're uh, on the Internet. Or whether um, it's somebody who knows us or somebody that never met us, m- never met us before, it just doesn't matter. What we get a lot is we get a lot of commentary, a lot of positive comments about our relationship, and it's you know golly, you have the ideal relationship or you have a perfect relationship or wow, or, you know just you seem to just be so in love, you seem to be having so much fun, um, you're laughing all the time. What is going on over there? And um, what I want to tell you is going on over here is the fact that I am very, very deeply in love with my wife. It's a funny thing to say, isn't it? Shouldn't be, but it almost is these days. And um, strangely, uh, my wife, who has no better taste than, in men than to come up with this, um, loves loves me, loves this unit, loves uh Fredness. I love betsiness and I love that unit. In other words, the conditioning over here, over there, is something that I have come to uh, in that that has endeared itself to me, and I, I I love what comes through the unit, and I love the unit itself in the sense of um, it is, uh, you know, it's a it's, it's a wonderful thing to have somebody to sit with or somebody to curl up with or um, whatever. It's it's, I keep. we're getting old now, you know, I turned 70 this year and Betsy will turn 70 uh, next year. And um, so a lot of older people, once they become empty nesters and all that kind of stuff, you know, they tend to, to go at it a lot. I mean, we have a lot of clients that have done this or do or, or are doing it now. And um, I just want to let you know that 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 if you're seeing a lot of that, that doesn't have to be your relationship with your significant other. It just doesn't. Um, this relationship like Betsy and I have is open to everybody that is uh, willing and able to pay the price to get it. And the chief price is being honest with yourself because you have betsy is awakened and and rumor has it so is this thing and um but of course betsy's not awakening neither is this thing it's really awakeness is awake to itself through the betsy unit and the fred unit so and we're conscious of that see this is the big deal is awakeness is coming through every unit there's not only awakeness it can't not be Awakeness is the unit itself, and it's coming through the unit. And um, it can't just simply cannot not be. But to be conscious of the fact that you are awakeness, or that I am awakeness, so to speak. i I won't even say i am so so i I say everything everything i say here today is just languaging to make it convenient and easier to pick up on what i'm saying i hope so when our relationship is grounded is the the number one thing that we both had loads of when we met each other was we both had loads of gratitude I had gratitude because I was no longer living in, I was sober and I was no longer living in the park. I was no longer a, a damn homeless hobo. And which is, many of you know that that was the, the, the story of this unit prior to <laughs> trying out somebody else's management, so to speak. And when I uh, when I gave up on trying to make sure that this thing had a great life, I started having a great life, but before that, it was all self-centered, and it just it, it just it couldn't have worked out. <laughs> it just couldn't have worked out because everything would have been going this unit's way. And guess what? That's not the truth. That's not the way it's going. And you have to be honest about that too if you want what we have. And so we started out with gratitude. And uh, Betsy was also a, uh, she was a low-bottom alcoholic slash drug addict. Uh, she had been a drug addict earlier in her life and still was uh, she was off of it when I met her. I had been off of it. She was she was literally a an IV drug addict. You can't imagine it because she just looked like the sweetest little a librarian or school teacher or whatever. And um, but there's a lot going on there that uh, that I know of. And but we were both sober and grateful when we met. And from that sob- sobriety and gratitude, there came to be a gratitude for each other because we, we you know, our political views and are, are alike. And much of what I like, she likes, much of what she likes, I like. It's just what, you know, the, what the personalities just really, really match up well. We're both crazy about animals, but I learned that from her. I wasn't really there prior to that. I have anything against animals. I just didn't, you know, didn't have anything really for them, uh, but I do now. So we it started out in gratitude, and then it moved into a, another type of gratitude where we were grateful for each other, and one of the things about being grateful for somebody is that you cannot uh, be grateful to be with somebody and be disrespectful at the same time may seem like you can, but not in my opinion. Betsy and I do not take each other for granted in any way, shape or form. I mean, and neither do we try to mold the other one. We really don't. There has been some molding that has taken place through both these units um, that's been, you know, it appears to have, have, have come up from uh, the other. But it was always something that that I took from Betsy or she took from me. It was never anything that I said, now, this is the way it's got to be. This is what's true. And this is the way, you know, you got to toe the line. And she certainly never did that with me, which is great, because I'd have been out the window the moment she said it. And she would have been, too, because that's just the type of folks that we are, is that we'll give and give and give and give, but don't try to take. Yeah. And we'll. And we will work with somebody who's telling the truth till the end of the earth. And we simply will not work with a liar because it knows it doesn't get you anywhere. We already know. We tried that. We we were, we were both professional liars. You know, we were alcoholics trying to cover up our secret life, which means you lie all the time. Lie to your boss, lie to your parents, lie to your friends, lie to yourself. Right? So, the gratitude evolved and uh, the gratitude has not gone anywhere. I am still incredibly grateful for Betsy every day. And I probably tell her, she doesn't have to read my mind about that because I probably tell her that I love her, how wonderful she is and how thankful I am that that uh, that she settled for an old guy like this. Um, I don't know, 20, 30 times a day. It's a lot, you know, and maybe it's 15 or 20, but it's a whole lot, whatever it is. It's not half a dozen. I can tell you that because we're just, we're just touching base all the time. But We just, you know, we just, she walks by my chair and she'll lean down to kiss me and i uh, just tell her that i love her and i think she's wonderful and she will say something maybe like that about me and whoever speaks first it's echoed we know it's going to be echoed because that's just how we both feel and we know that's how the other one feels which comes in for the fact that you know we don't want to let the other one down so it means sometimes you know you might have to hold your nose a little bit but we had rather be free than be right. If Betsy and I have a little tit-tat thing going on, um, we will both break any barrier to try to get that resolved immediately. At the shortest because only one of us goes crazy at a time, usually. So the minute we realize things are out of order, I mean, we just want to get it back in order. So what do I know? It's not like who's right what do i need to tell you in order for us to be okay that's the truth is that i'm going to i'm here is a wonderful way to have a happy life and in my case a happy wife and probably in yours too a happy spouse let them have the last word just let them have have, have the last word even when you know they're wrong You know, that happens here all the time. I mean, I will see that Betsy is categorically wrong about something. And uh, I just don't, you know, I will uh, offer an initial opinion. opinion, And if she um, bypasses that, it's fine with me. I'll never mention it again. But then she'll come to me and say, oh, you know what? You were right. And the same thing happens the other way around is, and I let Betsy be Betsy, and she lets Fred be Fred, or Betsy Ness, Fred whatever. But let's just stick to, let's stick to English as much as we possibly can. So, I let Betsy be Betsy, Betsy lets Fred be Fred, nobody is trying to train the other one. No one is trying to bring, uh, is not is not trying to bring an agenda to the relationship our agenda is to keep this relationship happy and solid that's our agenda it's not for fred to win the most it's not for betsy to win the most we don't care we don't care who's winning because we know that whatever it is that's going on here it's very special and we want to cater to it we want to bend in the wind and we and Again, have let the other person have the last word because none of this stuff we're talking about ever is important, right? <laughs> I mean, it might be important, but it's never—it never really matters. In the end, in the end, come the end of our lives, none of that stuff will matter, right? And it won't matter to anybody else. So, why why make a fuss about it? Why make a mountain out of a molehill? And that's what couples are very, very, very good at. I hear people complain about their spouses and inevitably it's you know they're making they make a mountain out of a molehill. And sometimes I will say, well you never know, ever considered that they were right. Well no, I hadn't really looked at it from that standpoint why don't you try it? See why don't you speak from their point of view what see what would happen because I'll speak from Betsy's, I'll speak from Santa Claus's point of view If it will make Betsy and I, come together smoothly and it's not that i have like some kind of obsession with things need to be going perfect over here we need to be showing everybody that well how enlightened we are anything like that nothing like that it's just the way that it happens and as we both began to wake up there was a lot of um what i call awake um uh, what i call wakefulness in Betsy's case, when I first met her, I mean, she was, I, I came to see, she was the most generous person I'd ever known. She didn't even think about it. just She was just generous to a fault, literally to a fault. And I was very selfish. So, you know, I began to notice that, gee, that's really nice. And, you know, <laughs> and look what it's done with her. It's made her really quite the person that other people just want to spend time with. They just do. She was adored in AI everybody loved Betsy. everybody loved to just hear Betsy talk and this is Betsy was about three years more uh, sober almost three years before I came around I think and, and it was close somewhere in there so I came in as a newcomer and she was an old hand I mean if you had had a drink in two years you know that was like Methuselah never had a drink to me I couldn't imagine not having a drink for, for two weeks much less you know um, two years. So I had to look at her, her as a mentor, you know, as uh, and somebody to model around. And I didn't want any more of the life that I had been living up to that point. I will tell you that I was open. That's what being broken. Will have will, 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 will give you if you will accept it. Is if you can be broken, if you can run out of ideas, if you can just be open to have life run by awakeness itself, and I or call it God, I did, I used to, and I still sometimes, sometimes do. Um, but if you can just let anything else, see, it doesn't matter what, right? Anything else run your life. You know, my my old uh, AA sponsor, you know, used to tell me, Fred, if I throw out a tennis ball, anybody who catches it can run your life better than you do. <laughs> And damn it, he was right. So I finally had to give up on running this life. I don't run it now. I don't run this teaching. I don't run meetings. I don't run sessions. This unit shows up on time within relativity. And the rest happens. And even, of course, the unit showing up is actually just part of the happening. So I don't really do anything because there's not really anyone here. I know that there is no Betsy. Betsy knows there is no Fred. But we love... That this that, that this is oneness and not sameness. Betsy is not other than, than me. I am not other than Betsy. But neither Betsy nor me or Betsy and Fred together hold a candle to the truth. The truth will make you humble. And this unit's arrogant. Everybody's seen that. Everybody knows that. But it's better than it used to be. It's a lot better than it used to be. And, and, and the funny thing is, is it acts in, on behalf of others now without thinking about it. You know, when it first started, I went, I went crazy. You know, I, I, uh, generosity started and I gave some money away one time and I got about 50 yards from the scene. And I went, What the hell have you done? Right. What are you doing? That's not good for you. Betsy and I adore each other. Can you say that about your mate? If you if, if, if you can't, but you feel like that you would like to adore her or he, him, try acting like it. Just fake it. Just fake the fact that you think that they're great. And you know what they'll pick up on? The fact that you think that they're great. And you will pick up on that too. You will start seeing the positive side of them. And this is not like, you know, I'm not trying to do a little Cinderella thing or whatever you call it. And um, it's nothing like that. This is, this is small stuff. It's all small stuff. But the small stuff, and, and it grows like a snowball. Just start right now. Start today. Go and tell your significant other that you love them. Or go out and be nice to the world. You know, it used to be when people w- were, um, were nice to me, I swear to God, people went out of their way to be nice to me and I would take credit for. It. This is awful to admit, but it's true. And I would think, you know, well, you know, they're doing this because I'm such a nice guy. And it took getting sober and waking up for me to recognize that they're doing that because they're such nice people that they will take pity even on this slug. It wasn't, and it had nothing to do with me other than the fact that I was a human being in their general vicinity, and they helped people in their general vicinity the same way that Betsy and I do now. Our lives have turned upside down, but it has been absolutely wonderful because neither one of us had relationships like this. I had two wonderful wives, but you know, but I just wasn't any good for them, and that's the truth. I just, I just ruined both those fine women within the within our marriage anyway, I just ruined our marriages. And Betsy had never had a relationship that lasted over eighteen months. We've been together over twenty years now, and what and, and you know how much we fight? None. I'm not telling you that over twenty years there hasn't been a little bantering. There has, and there's been a couple of times that we we actually did have little fights early on. But that doesn't happen anymore. It doesn't go very far at all anymore. I don't. I, I don't need to retrain that unit. I don't need for it to see my way. Um, I don't have to be the winner or the superior one or the you know the the dominant one or any of that. I just want to love my wife. I want to be able to love my wife, and she just wants to be able to love her husband and express it. And have it be a fact within our experience, and we work at that. But it gets so easy, and it doesn't get it gets where it just doesn't feel like work at all. It's just like polishing a diamond now. That's all. Little dust gets on there, we polish it. I'm going to leave you with this. Uh, but if you would like to have that kind of relationship that I've just described, start yourself. Don't wait for the other person to start. You start. Even if they don't want to have that kind of relationship, start anyway. And at least if nothing else, then when you break up, you can say, I really did my part there. And you'll feel good about that, I promise you. Because I've been uh, nice to my second wife since the marriage ended. And I felt very good about that. I felt really I have. I've just felt I've just I've been so joyful that I could help. Go and help somebody. Go and help somebody other than you. That's really the, that's what it really boils down to is get the hell out of the way out of the perfect marriage that is in your vicinity. It's in your life. You know what? <laughs> I answered it. I love you too. Thank you so very much. I'll see you later. Bye-bye. Mouse pointer. I'm a mouse pointer. There it is. Bye.